This is Caregiver's Compass, an uplifting podcast all about the ins and outs of caregiving for a loved one. Tips, tricks, true stories, and experts. It's all here on Caregiver's Compass. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Caregiver's Compass. My name is Stephanie Muscat. I am a registered social worker and a psychotherapist. Please note that this episode is not the act of psychotherapy. So today I wanted to talk specifically about how therapy can be helpful for a caregiver. And I have said a million times on this podcast in the beginning of every episode that I am a psychotherapist, but I do recognize that most people do not know what that is, or if they do know what that means, there's just one perception of of that. And if you haven't gone through therapy yourself in the past, or maybe you have and you've had a negative experience, you may not really understand what more therapy could provide to you and what it is. A lot of individuals have this thought that therapy is kind of like those pictures you see where someone is lying on a couch and then there's a person sitting there with their back to them writing notes and not looking. A psychotherapy engagement is not typically like that. And a therapist these days should be engaged with the client and really be with them where they're at and follow their processes and maintain eye contact and communication and be able to sit with the client. So The look of therapy is very different these days, especially now. A lot of it is on the internet, on video, because of the pandemic situation in our world. So it is a different type of connection than that picture, and it is different than the old thought of therapy and uh, psychiatric practice, which used to be more about sitting in that manner, not engaging, not making eye contact, and someone just giving a diagnosis. Therapists actually do not typically diagnose unless you are in a profession that is mandated to allow for diagnosis. The profession I'm in, which is social work, I do not diagnose. I do not dispense medications. I'm not allowed to prescribe medications. That is not what I do. I engage in therapy. So what exactly can therapy do for caregivers and how can it help? Is there really a point? And also does engaging in therapy mean that you're crazy, that you're weak, that something is wrong with you? I first want to identify that I'm a big believer that therapy is something that everyone can benefit from in different parts of their lives. Our lives are very hectic. Our lives are nonstop. And unfortunately, these days, we are going through a lot of trauma, whether we realize it or not. And then you add the act of caregiving, which adds this extra layer of not being able to care for yourself, not being able to establish boundaries that you were able to have before, really just running on autopilot all the time and feeling this surge of adrenaline ongoing and heightened stress levels and anxiety levels, which really, you know, can be helped and can be mitigated. 
but it is normal to feel super stressed and super overwhelmed. And it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. And it doesn't mean you're crazy, but our lives are just so fast paced as it is. And we're expected to do so much on our daily lives. And then you add caregiving to that. And so therapy can do a lot and it can help in a lot of ways. And I'm going to touch on a few of these ways today, but this is not an extensive, exhaustive list. There are many more ways that therapy can help. I just wanted to cover the basics that I think about when I engage with clients, just to give people a little bit of a a better idea of what therapy might be. It can be a really scary concept, and that's very understandable. You know, you're letting your emotions go, you're letting your thoughts go, and you're trusting somebody else with your private information that you probably don't know in the beginning. And that is really scary. A lot of people are not used to opening up in that manner. And they're also not used to speak about themselves and about what difficulties they're facing without feeling really bad about themselves and feeling like there's something wrong with themselves. But the truth is millions of people go to therapy and therapists should be coming from a non-judgmental standpoint where they are actually not judging you or thinking you're crazy or there's anything wrong with you, but just seeing that what you're going through is normal day-to-day life and it is impacting you. And that is okay. And therapists also are recommended to get therapy too, because we also go through our own things and we engage in supervision by a supervisor and we talk about our own lives and how it can impact our therapy and the difficulties in providing therapy when we're triggered and and all that stuff. So we also get therapy and we believe in it. And I think that it's important to believe in what you're doing. If that's something you're providing to others, I'm a huge, huge believer in therapy. And I, I really, you know, I I love it clearly because it's, it's what I do. So we're going to go through some of the ways that therapy can be beneficial to caregivers. And I'm going to start off with the obvious fact that it is a safe space for you to talk about personal matters and to let your emotions go and to not be interrupted. It is a time for you, whether that be, you know, an hour long session, a 30 minute long session, it is your time. It is a time to focus on what's going on inside of you that you may not even have had time to process previously. It gives you that opportunity to really go through your emotions and to really talk about what's happening. And as psychotherapists, we are bound by confidentiality. So we cannot share your information with anybody else, unless you are at risk of harming yourself or others. We have a duty to report, but everything is strictly safe. It is non-judgmental and we are there to be there for you and help you get over whatever is going on in your life. We also you know, on a daily basis, if we call a friend and we try to talk about what's going on in our lives, it can be very interrupted. It can be stressful experience. We're on the go. We're texting about it. They have their own stuff going on, understandably, but therapy is a place where we can just talk about ourselves without that interruption and really focus on what's going on in the moment. Therapists, depending on their training, can work on childhood trauma and attachment concerns, which actually impact how 
you can interact with others on a daily basis right now. So it is true and very studied that things that have happened to you as a child and the way that you were raised can really impact patterns and behaviors that you engage in today. And that can have an impact on your entire life. It can cause you stress in certain situations. It can cause social anxiety. It can really impact how you see others, how you engage with others, especially if you feel hurt by others. And so that is something I do and and some therapists do to work on daily engagement and attachment and fixing that attachment and creating a secure base. Now, if you were not raised with a secure base as a child, we can also help with interpersonal management. So how you are dealing with others. Again, this is related to what I talked about before childhood trauma and attachment, but it can also be just daily interactions with siblings, family members, people at the office, any sort of stressful situation that you're not sure how to discuss with others, or if you don't know how to, you know, raise your feelings about something, or you feel hurt by someone and you're not sure what to do, we can help with that. We can talk about interpersonal management and try and smooth things over or go through different techniques with you and see what might work in terms of communication and management of other relationships on a daily basis. Because let's face it, we're all in relationships with others every single day, whether we are seeing them in person, whether it's on social media, we are all engaged in others and we do need help managing those other relationships. And there are many relationships around us. It helps us recognize unhelpful, non-adaptive behaviors. So a lot of times our friends and our family may not call us out on things they realize, but therapist is not afraid to tell you the patterns that they're noticing and to tell you what they're noticing in your daily life that may be contributing to your stress, to negative mental health. For example, if I have a client who is really stressed out by a family member who is engaging with them, but they don't realize that their actions are actually perpetuating that family and their family members engagement, they may get stuck in this never ending cycle where they're stressed. Every time they see a family member calling them, they feel overwhelmed. They don't want to talk to them. What they don't realize is that something about how they're engaging with this family member is leading to the family member calling them more. So a therapist can, can call them out on that and talk about strategies and techniques and really just focus on non-adaptive patterns that are leading to mental health concerns. And then depending on the therapist, so myself, for example, as a social worker, we have the skills, the training, the knowledge to provide resource and community navigation. So I can often help clients look at resources in their local community to assist them with all sorts of different things, whether it be home care for their loved ones whether it be accessing interprofessional team members to come to the home, whether it be respite care, retirement care resources, long-term care resources. We have a specialized knowledge of different organizations and different foundations in the community, and we can help someone also access the healthcare system, which can often be very difficult to access depending on where you live. 
So we can bring our expertise in that. I also help bring together different professions for end of life care and palliative care, especially if someone is going back into their home and deciding not to go to hospice or a palliative care unit. I can help in terms of what sort of supports need to be uh, given at home for comfort care and how someone can access and navigate those supports. So that's a big part of what we do. And it doesn't even have to be that complicated. It can be something as, you know, simple as somebody is looking for a private caregiver in the home and they've been looking on Facebook and they can't find anybody. And we might be able to provide a specific name of an agency that can provide some private caregiving for family relief or um, other necessities in the home. So that is something that we may have expertise in. And really it's an, it's an ongoing process therapy. I look at it as ongoing change and ongoing resources to support you for permanent solutions. I know that some therapists look at it as, you know, ongoing talk and ongoing support. I like to have goals. I like to have quote unquote homework in my sessions. I give a lot of different exercises to my clients so that we can create lasting ongoing change that can work with you as you go through the different stages in life. And you can look back at your resources and and use them in the future. Because I think that it's an active time. It's also an active money and I want it to be worth something. And I want it to really allow someone to look into their lives and create a lasting permanent experience. So that is how I look at therapy and psychotherapy. And that is what I do regularly in the hospital and in my private practice. So I hope you found that episode helpful. I hope it gave you some insight into how therapy can specifically help caregivers. Please feel free to reach out to me if you have any questions about this at all, or you're not sure if therapy could work for you. I'm happy to talk to you about this and more. We also can be paid for by insurance, which a lot of people don't know. They think this is coming out of their pocket all the time, and it can be very expensive with all the other expenses. A lot of insurance companies do provide support for therapy. So look out for that. If you have an insurance company and you've been thinking about therapy, that's another option. And that is it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it and I will see you very soon. Thanks for listening to Caregiver's Compass. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. Your ratings and reviews help more people like you find our podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and share this episode with someone you think would love it. I'm Stephanie Muscat. Have an uplifting day and I'll see you next time.